So this today is the 6th of May, and this is our first podcast on the power of one. Xavier, would you like to start about what happened at the beginning of the book? Well, sure. At first we meet PK. He's not called PK in the beginning, of course. He gets that name later. But we meet him, we learn about how he's grown up until this point with his nanny in the village, and then how his mom... She supposedly has a nervous breakdown, but then we also find out later that she was sent to a concentration camp. She didn't die, though. But then um, we learn about how PK is bullied at the boarding school for being different from everyone else. And yeah. PK gets called names like Rubinek, Piscop, and Kaffer. Or not Kaffer, uh, Boer. And he's just persecuted at school for different traits about his body and then he gets pretty much just abused constantly by the, the staff and the kids um he was sent off there um he'd never uh he'd never seen a shower before and uh the judges and all the leaders took him into the shower and like as they urinated him on urinated on him because he pissed the bed and they were making fun of him for that and they were using this as the and um, that he uh, wet the bed, and they said that he had never, um, he hadn't learned that before. And um, they wanted him to learn his lesson, so they just thought of this as like a way of torture to try to get it through his head, like this is the wrong thing to do, and they just wanted to make fun of him. And after that, he trouble for pissing his bed, even though the other kids were the ones. And he was beaten because of that. And then he did also have, like, where he wet his bed a lot, so he would also get beamed up through that by, like, the staff and everything. And then once school, the school term ended, he went back home and had a lot of his stuff cured by uh, Medicine Man. Medicine Man was named Inkosi Kazi, and he was pretty much worshipped in the village. He drove a V8 Buick, and he's... He cures a lot of people of their sicknesses, but uh, PK didn't realize that, didn't think that they were going to call in Kosi and Kosi Kazi to help him with just simple bedwetting. He thought he had bigger problems to attend to. But Nkosi and Kosi Kazi showed him a way to, to control a chicken, and he gave him the, uh, the black, I think it was a black chicken, and he named it Grandpa Chuk. And Grandpa Chuk became his best friend. He did everything with him, and then when they went to school, he snuck Grandpa Chuk back into school for the first term, and he was able to uh, allow him to escape detection for a while. And, uh, and then um, one day, the uh, he when he came into his bedroom when uh, PK woke up, um, it said the chicken had pooped on his bed, and the headmaster uh, asked, "Why is there chicken poop on your bed or on your pillow?" because the bird had come in in the morning and done that and then flown away when PK forced him out before the headmaster saw him. And when he told him it was his chicken, the headmaster wanted to kill it. But then um, when the headmaster found cockroaches uh, on her sleeves and stuff, she uh, pushed him off and the chicken Grandpa Chuk came in and he uh, caught both of them. So she said like she let it slide and he could stay around. But every day after meals and stuff, so we'd bring him into the kitchen and he would like clean up to make sure there was no roaches or anything. And then the medicine man, he didn't only cure PK's bedwetting, but the method that he gave him of 
pretending that he was a warrior by the waterfall and stuff. It also gave him a way to kind of disassociate while he was being bullied by the judge and all his friends. So he wasn't really, he didn't really acknowledge that they were hurting him or anything. He just wasn't there. One thing I'm a little confused on, maybe you guys can clear it up, is is the judge a kid, another student? Yeah, yeah judge he's, is he's like an he's older kid. Student. It's an older student, but okay, he's still That's what I thought. Student. He's helping him with math, and I don't think a yeah, teacher. Yeah, PK is like helping him. Same with the jury. Because yeah. he said, like, since PK is smart, he said, like, don't do it too easy, because if, like, the teacher saw that he had become more intelligent in a short amount of time, the judge would get in trouble. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he said that mediocrity is the best camouflage. He just plays dumb for the teachers so that they don't pick on him or pay attention to him. Yeah, he, um, uh, the judge used PK as, like, his homework helper is what he called him. Like, yeah. he uh, originally was making PK just march around the playground and count backwards from 5,000, but he said if he uh, helped him, he wouldn't either stop the marching and, or he'd just make him do it after school as long as he helped him with his homework. Yeah. Plus, all the other kids had no clue what they were talking about when it came to Hitler. So they all start praising him, thinking that he's the new headmaster. But then they bully, they bully uh, PK even more for, because he tried to to worship Hitler, but he's one of the evil Englishmen that they were talking about that Hitler wants to eliminate. Yep. And then yeah. like from that, do you want to go into like the R sign like discussion group sure. things? Like yeah. we can go into the bridge builder, builder about the bullying thing. What I had. I say we um, do Xavier's first as the discussion leader. Yeah. So he gets us oh, yeah. started on we can, we can start with you, Xavier. So, a few questions. The first one I had was, I think it's kind of common one that people have when they're reading book is, what race is PK? And, like, what effect does this have? Yeah. Like, what, I, what I understood is that he's a... Uh, he's a white or a he's, Caucasian. Yeah, he's a white man in... Um, isn't he Dutch? Or not Dutch, Danish? He's part of the... Uh, he's yeah, a white man, but that starts from the Boers. Yeah. He came in, the mm -hmm. Dutch. But mm -hmm. that's why they said, like, everyone said that the Hitler's going to destroy the Englishmen, like PK, because Hitler was against, like, the Dutch and the Danish people. So yeah. they said he mm -hmm. was going to come and kill uh, PK when Hitler got there. Yeah, it took me quite a while to figure that out, because yeah. I learned in about chapter three or four about who he was and what he was and where they were. So they're in South Africa, and all the other kids are African. That's why they call him nicknames like Ruinac, because that's their native language. Mm -hmm. Do you have another question, Xavier? Yeah, so then my next question was, was, like, as a small child, how does PK's exposure to violence and bullying and all that compare to ours at his age, or even kids from, like, today, their exposure? I feel like, like, if he's getting this amount of exposure, like, when in his older life when he's on his own and doesn't have like help from his uncle and stuff anymore or in his nanny this might make him like a tougher person it'll give him like thicker skin like he won't like take stuff like if people are just saying it to him he won't take it he'll like yeah just let it bounce off of him like you could say like he wouldn't worry about anything they're saying he'd just go on with his life mm -hmm. it's yeah. a good way to be but i don't think you need to endure that kind of punishment to to get that trait no, yeah it's definitely a lot more than most people end up experiencing yeah, I feel like it's definitely wrong, but it's definitely gonna help him be stronger farther down the line. Yeah, yeah definitely. He's older. Like, cause our day, you have like cyberbullying and stuff, and that mm -hmm. can go on constantly. But like this, you can just walk away from it. Like on social media, you can't, cause those people can just keep finding you and mm -hmm. keep harassing you. And also, it'll help him in his boxing career, because he's been physically abused too. Yeah, so he can. Yeah. That'll if, give him like a motive to fight harder. Yeah. Give him anger to build up. Yeah. Like, he's experienced some of the worst things that a small child could. Yeah. yeah. So, it can't get much worse from that. Yeah, and 
he's experienced this all like at a very young age, like mm-hmm. kindergarten. Like he's like, like second five. Level. Yeah, he said he's five. He turns six. Yeah. And we usually are in our time, you really wouldn't experience all this stuff mm-hmm. when that yeah. like that young of age. You maybe start experiencing it when you're like ten. But it's also nineteen thirty nine. Yeah, so that so. standards are different. Back then. Yeah, almost hundred. Yeah. And it's a different yeah. country. Yep. Next and question. so, my next question is: Do you think PK has lost his? innocence and wonder as a child and if so at what point do you think that it completely left him um i think yeah he has lost his innocence because he's dealt with all this stuff and normal little kid shouldn't have to go through everything he's gone through and uh i think where he finally lost it was when grandpa chook was killed for um pooping in the, the judge's mouth while he was saying Heil Hitler mm-hmm. when he had to watch his chicken be killed I think that's when he completely lost all of his innocence and you guys have anything else he can like a shoot a lot in that moment yeah, Jackson I think you need to speak up so I don't think yeah. I think he's going to up and shoot a lot in that moment as a character yeah because mm-hmm. he had like no one left to like comfort him and stuff like Grandpa Chuck was like you could say like his only friend there yeah that's mm-hmm. when that's definitely when PK started a more solitary existence after Grandpa Chook, and he started trusting people a little less. And also, he was only three hours away from going home until mm-hmm. when Grandpa Chook was killed. Yeah. Yeah. And then I just have one more question. And how do you think Hoppy coming into PK's life has helped him get past those events? He's given him a sense of purpose, I guess. Because PK didn't really have that after school and Grandpa Chook was killed and then his uncle was moved out of the farm. So he gave him something to work towards, and that's boxing. Yeah, he gave him the boxing gloves, and he took him on a train, and was, like, telling him, gave him, gave him yeah. lessons, and he told him, mm-hmm. as soon as you get to this city, try to get lessons as soon as you can. He's telling him, like, you need to train yourself to fight because you could have, like, a successful future in this. Mm-hmm. So just work hard, and it'll pay off in the end. And also, he treated him like a person. Instead of like uh, what the other school boys were treating him like, yeah, just someone yeah. That, like school boys were just treating him so yeah. like, you like they him. can kick around. School boys were treating him as someone yeah. they can kick around, but Hoppy actually like treats him as like a close friend or mm-hmm. family member. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And then, uh, next would be discussion detective W. Cruz. Fiction detective. Yeah. So <clears throat> the words I choose chose was a uh, ruineck, and that means redneck. It's a name given to the British soldiers during the Boer War because the Africans hated the Dutch and the British who came in and colonized them. And the other one is Piscop, which is Pisshead, and that's what they call PK throughout most of the thing, most of the story because he, uh, he pissed his bed as a kid. And Kaffir is a term used to insult an African person. Uh, Boer is a term for the Dutch and Huguenot population that settled in southern Africa, and they're hated by the Africans as well. And Domkop is an African for idiot or goof, which is also what they call PK a lot. And these words are used in the reading a lot to describe the main character, PK. I think the author selected these words to help us understand the background between the English and the Africaners. The, the tone and the use of these words is a negative one because the other kids use it as an insult to PK. And PK doesn't know what they mean because African is not his native language. He speaks a little bit of it, because he, but he also excels in his other classes, in English and math. So I think he just thinks they're kind of like saying it as like play words, like they don't really yeah. mean it because he can't understand them very well mm-hmm. since African's not his main language. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's, it reminds me of uh, the the officer from A Much Ado About Nothing, and yeah. where he thinks that some of the words they called him were were yeah. funny or nice or good ways to describe him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he just plays along with them. 
And I think the reason they use those words too is because, I mean, they're kids. Like, they have a little bit of hatred, but most of this has probably been things that they've heard adults call people. Yeah, yeah. And so they don't understand the true extent yeah, or yeah. the negativity that these words they've just, bring behind them. Yeah, they've just been, like, slightly exposed to it. So they yeah. think it's just a harmless word, mm -hmm. but when yeah. they actually find out what it means and, like, what it could do to someone, they might just be like, oh, we probably shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Bridge builder, that would be me. Um, for what I did, I got an article off of ABC about like bullying nowadays. Um, it would be bullying. It says uh, modern day bullying can happen anywhere at school, at the mall, or on a playground at home. It can take place over a computer or a cell phone. And uh, PK, he's being made fun of at his boarding school, away from all all of his parents, so he would have no one to go home and tell. And uh, it says bullying is particularly. Particularly prevalent along among elementary school kids, which is where PK is now. He's first, second grade because he's five to six in this story. Um, and it says uh, students and about fifteen five million students um, could have, be affected by bullying. Um, and it says several terrorizing bullying incidents during the past school year continue to reverberate. He's a uh, treated uh, the same way like that like terrible events like they bully him in the showers make fun of him they beat him they call names they've killed his chicken so he has nobody left um, um, it says uh, when passive bystanders are included in the numbers 77% um, of third graders fall into the circle like third graders are a little bit older than uh, PK is but I think there's a lot of bystanders that were involved in this in his bullying because it sometimes it just started with like a few people like the judge saying Heil Hitler and then everyone else joined in and then they pushed him down and didn't let him do anything about it um like and it says like parents and caretakers should monitor their children but PK he can't do this because his parents he doesn't have them and his nanny and his uncle are so far away he's just at boarding school and um I think that's pretty much what I had for that. Do you guys have anything to add on for that? Um, I think bullying is a, uh, is more prevalent in this story than in real life because this is horrible things. Like they tie him to a tree and make him hold up a metal bar. Yeah. They do a bunch of stuff like that and you just don't really see that in modern day. Yeah, it's like no. this back then it was, yeah. it was, it was like worse stuff but yeah. like the outcome of yeah. modern day could be a lot worse because now you have people killing themselves because they're bullied so much mm -hmm. to the point where they can't take it anymore because they don't seek help and like PK in this he can't seek help but I think he's just still kind of thinks that oh they're kind of just doing this for play it doesn't mean all that much yeah. but they're actually doing it for meaning because they don't like him and I think that the reason that it's more prevalent in this story than it is in modern society is because over the years we've become more aware of it we've become more aware of bullying and the effect it has on people either just the harm that it does to them or the harm that it does to their mental state afterwards. Yeah. And I think that we've taken more measures to prevent it. I mean, it still happens sometimes, but it's not as prevalent as it used to be. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you don't, it, like, see it as much, like, at a school and stuff anymore as you used to, but, like, out of school and stuff. Oh, yeah. I think it happens a lot more than people think now in modern day. Modern day, I think it's more cellular and yeah, online. Like, yeah. Social media wise, because yeah, group chats, people cellular. just send pictures and then talk about them behind their back, and there's no, nothing they can really do about it because you can delete messages and yeah. stuff like that. So it's more anonymous, but it still happens. And then uh, Jackson, 
artist. Oh, me? What did you? What was your art picture so, for this one? Here's my art. So I ended up drawing the waterfalls because they were pretty big, like just kind of backline thing in the story. Um, you know, they're really important for uh, okay because you know it was just kind of like this safe place for him to go back to. Mm -hmm. And kind of his connection back with the medicine man, like, kind of made them brothers. I agree because that waterfall really did help him get through a lot of that bullying. It allowed him to just go to a different place and not have to experience it completely. Yeah, and you could like yeah. say like what we've talked about in class. It's like crossing the threshold of over something like the these waterfall and the rocks was like crossing the threshold of him, of his old self and his new self. Like yeah, yeah. His uh, less strong self and his stronger self mm -hmm. to that. Yeah. Also gave him a lot of hope for where to escape to. Like when he said, I took a deep breath and launched myself into the night. The cool air mixed with this gray rushed past my face, and then I hit the water. Below, sank briefly, rose to the surface, and expelled the deep breath I had taken. With scarcely enough time, I took a second breath. I was swept over the second waterfall. And then again, I fell down the third roaring cascade to be plunged into a deep pool at the base of the third waterfall. I swam strongly and with great confidence to the first of the great stones, glistening black and wet in the moonlight. Jumping from one stone to stone, I crossed the river, counting down from 10 to one, the leaping to the pebbly beach on the far side. Clear as an echo, his voice cut through the, war the roar of the falls. We have crossed the night water to the other side, and it is done. You must open your eyes now, little warrior. Nkosi Inko Sikazi brought me back from dream time, and I looked about me. I was surprised to see the familiar farmyard. Yeah, the, uh, the waterfall really helped him <coughs> gain the courage that he needed, because it cured him of his uh, night water incidents and made him feel better about himself because he knew that that wasn't going to be a problem for him anymore. Yeah, it definitely helped him out a lot in this story. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He was getting a bunch of abuse for wetting the bed and to do a bunch of different things because of that. And I think the waterfall helped him see himself in a new light too. Like he gained that confidence because he saw himself as that warrior instead of just a weak little five-year-old. Yeah. He's, he's cleansing his old self and he's gonna become a brand new person and fight through everything and become the person he was meant to be. So, um, what do you do? You guys like the book overall so far? Like, do you like where it's going? Do you think it's too slow? Do you think it's too fast? Or is, do you like the plot of it? I actually was hesitant to read this book because typically I just don't enjoy the books that we have to read for school. But I actually like this one because I, I can tell that it's going somewhere, somewhere that I might actually enjoy. But the first couple chapters were slow, and I was really wondering why, it, what it had to do with the story. But it really tied in by chapter four. So now it's opened up a huge new way the story can go. Yeah, I, I like it as well because it, w it was slow at the beginning, chapters one or two, I was like, oh, I don't think I'm gonna like this book very well, but once he went back to boarding school and stuff started to pick up again and they had a plot that was coming against him, I thought, I was like, oh, this could be a really interesting book and by the end of chapter four, I, I'm, I'm really enjoying it and I kinda wanna read more of it. Yeah, yeah. chapters one and two, you kinda had to force yourself to read through, but 
I'm really excited to see where this plot ends up going and how the characters develop. I will say that I have read this book before and I enjoyed it the first time and I enjoy it this time even more because I can kind of see where everything is going and how it's going to end up in the right place. Yeah. I'd like to uh, go around everyone except Xavier, say what you think is going to happen at the end of the book. Because I think once he goes through the, uh, the heavyweight boxing, or the lightweight boxing, he's going to go and find the other people who used to bully him and he's going to box them. I think, I think, like you said, go find training in the city as fast as you can. I think he'll train and he'll become a successful boxer and he'll yeah. show, show everybody, like, you shouldn't have done this to me because look who I've become because of this. Like, I'm stronger now. Thanks for doing that because I'm stronger because of it. I'm not the weak person I used to be, and I think he'll become eventually a heavyweight boxer champion of the world. I also think he's going to embrace his past and who he is as a, as a person because he also wanted to... In the first couple chapters, he wanted to denounce what he was. He wanted to be the, uh, to be one of the other kids, but instead of just embracing his, his uh, himself being a, a Dutch man or a white man. Yeah, I think he's gonna like when he goes back to school, like he'll be able to actually fight for himself. Mm -hmm. He's getting bullied, and he'll be able to earn a lot of respect that way, and then through that end up embracing who he is. Yeah. He'll be able to stand up for himself. He won't just take stuff anymore. Yeah. Maybe he'll start to fight back, even if it does get him into some trouble. Mm -hmm. I guess that concludes our pod, our first podcast on the book. Next, um, This next section, we'll be reading chapters 5 through 9. All right.